Rise and shine, rise and grind. Welcome back to Clocked In with Corey. I am your host, Corey James, and this is Clocked In, the life development podcast where I review how to choose growth and overcome adversity with a clocked in mindset. And what that means is that we're committed to having high performance and productivity against all odds. So I hope to inspire you, to encourage you, and to help you get clocked in on your goals. Now, this is episode 127, entitled Seven Tips for Efficient Time Management. Now, you might be wondering, why is time management in the Clock Down podcast? Or maybe you aren't, because it should be a little bit obvious, right? This podcast is about properly investing your time and your energy and your efforts in a way that aligns with your goals. It's about making sure that you can be or become the highest version of yourself at every opportunity. And guess what? Adversity will always be in the way. It will always be along the path. It will always be something that we will be impacted by. So what does a world look like where we can practice better time management, become more self-aware, more driven, more, um, more diligent in our pursuit of our goals? What if we can actually better manage the time that we have because everyone has the same 24 hours, whether they be homeless, whether they be employed at entry level, whether they be a millionaire, a billionaire, or the eventual trillionaire that will come down the line, right? Jeff Bezos still has the same 24 hours that we do. But at some point in his life, he went from being an average timed person, right? (laughs) to now finding the efficiency in his time management to really compound his growth and his development and the the productivity and the purpose. He figured out a way to get so much more done in such a short amount of time. And I wanted to figure that out for myself. That's a lifelong mission of mine as a lifelong learner, but also to share with my community what that can look like for each and every one of us because I believe in my heart that we all deserve proper time management. Why? Because that time management, it doesn't just affect your professional life, it affects your personal life. We know that time is limited and that it is something that we will never get back. I will never get the moments back from yesterday, yesterday month, yesterday year. I will never be able to re- return back to those moments. And I can easily think to myself about friends, about family members, about peers that are no longer here for me to spend time with and how if I'm more efficient with my time professionally and out in the world, then when I get time with these quality people, I can actually be present. I can actually have the high level conversations and build the great memories that will last for the rest of our lives, however long our lives may be. See, I'm big on family. I'm big on community. I'm big on friends. I'm big on my children and my wife. And with them in mind, I don't want to waste my time, the limited time that I may have in this life, full of distractions. I don't want to waste it on pointless conversations. I don't want to waste it on tasks that could be managed and executed in 10 or 15 minutes, but instead it lasts 10 or 15 days. And I know I'm speaking to someone because there's someone listening to this right now who is procrastinating on the important things in their life, 
who is not actually present with the important people in their lives. And what that does for your confidence, what that does for your relationships is it slowly eats away at these things and it takes us away from where we should be, which is presence and in the moment. And I feel that finding yourself aware of time management is in and of itself a win. It's a major win for your development. Why? Because you've now realized the importance of your time. You've now recognized the prerequisites of self-awareness, of seeking self-fulfillment, of, of recognizing that results come consistently based on the consistency of your efficiency. Let me say that again because it may have gone over someone's head. Results can only come consistently based on the consistency of your efficiency. Now, let's let's give some examples. That way I'm not just talking out of my ears. I'm not just rambling. Let's look at the, the professional athlete. The professional athlete who already has some um, monocle of, of talent, right? Some small amount of talent. I don't know if I use that word correctly. So if I didn't, feel free to correct me in the comments. But some form of talent, but that talent is not enough to go professional, to go the full distance, the full ride, to be at the Olympics, to be the best at what you do. So what does that person do? In their specific and particular sport or arena, they have trainers, they have coaches, they focus on their diets, they focus on all of these different aspects of what can and will make them great. And their entire schedule becomes packed with these things that are meant to build them, not break them. That are meant to strengthen them, not weaken them. That are meant to empower and educate them, not belittle and distract them. See, a lot of us may be feeling like we're broken or like we're incapable because we're unwilling to now really take a review of our time and ask ourselves, are we really spending our time in the best way that we could? And look, even Stephen Covey, which many of, of us and you may uh, be familiar with, Stephen Covey says, the key is not in spending time, but in investing it. And the thing about an investment is that an investment generates a return. So if you invest today, then ideally the return will come in the future and it can come consistently time and time again in the future if you properly invest it. See, I've been on this kick of, um, of skills versus super skills and a skill may be for example typing very fast great cool more power to you but a super skill would be time management time management then allows you to not only type fast but to learn as you're typing it allows you to type something that will outlive you and outlast you and that will properly impact yourself your family your community all those things Time management as a super skill allows you to get more done in a given day and a given minute and a given hour and a given weekend than most people get done in weeks, months, or years. And I've seen it so many times. And I love talking to, um, to my high-performing friends because all of us are dialed in on time management. We'll finish the shift. We'll, on the way home, listen to the audiobook. And then after getting home, we'll make the dinner, spend time with family. After making dinner, it's a Spanish lesson. After the Spanish lesson, it's the book. After the book, it's the, the workout. After the workout, it's, okay, let me make sure to clean the mess that I made by making dinner and prepare myself 
for the next day. And these things, when you can really tap into these things and take these approaches, what you unlock is an endless amount of opportunities because you have now taken back the time that we already know is limited. And with that being said, let's get straight into those seven tips for time management. Here's tip number one, audit your time. Make a list and break down hour to hour to hour throughout your day from the time you wake up to the time that you go to sleep. And I dare you, I challenge you to actually write down how you're spending your time. Yes, that includes time watching TV, watching Netflix, watching sports, on social media that includes the time that you're spending getting ready in the morning the time that you're just sitting on your phone scrolling someone else's life instead of living your best audit your time try it for a week i challenge you to try it for a week and after you've tried it for a week ask yourself based on actually reviewing it and analyzing it if this is the best use of your time number two is recognizing that routine is king or queen, so you should stay loyal to it. And I think about how in regards to royalty, right, as we know it, rest in peace to the Queen Elizabeth II, um, with with royalty, there's always a sense of loyalty tied to it. And so if you make your routine, after auditing your time, you figure out what you actually want to do and want to accomplish, you implement those things into your schedule, you make a schedule and you promise yourself that you will stick to it you seek an accountability partner and you say hey i need you to hold me accountable to the schedule that i've created because the schedule will make me more efficient it will help me do better it will help me get further in life if you stay loyal to that schedule and you seek this path then guess what the results again they will come consistently based on your efficiency but it will take that accountability partner it will take identifying your routine it will take auditing your time and number three it will take understanding the time limits are your friends put a limit on your time put a limit on how much time you're willing to spend on a given task at a given point because just that time limit setting that alarm setting that timer will make you reflect on what you need to get done in that given time because you understand once again that that time will continue ticking whether or not you are present and working now number four is again with the time limits alarms and reminders take the pressure off of you and why would you not take the pressure off of yourself in whatever ways you can see those alarms and those reminders they now put the um the cues into the external world so that you aren't having to invest your mental energy and capacity in managing the clock and looking at it every two minutes and now taking that time away from your task. You'll know that when that alarm or that timer goes off, when the alarm goes off, it's time to start the task. When the timer goes off, it's time to end the task. When the reminder comes on or pops up, that now is your cue that you have something else to do. And I'm just saying for myself, I will quickly speak to my Siri or my Alexa and I will say, set a timer or set a reminder, whatever it is that I can, because I know at the end of the day, I won't regret the results. I will not regret the results, but I can almost guarantee get the results by being more efficient. And number five here is deny your distractions. Tell them no, resist the urge. 
delete the app if you need to turn off your phone put it on do not disturb be present and in the moment and yes that's coming back around every few sentences because that is the core of time management in my opinion being present being persistent being resilient being growth focused these same principles that are what being clocked in is really all about but you have to deny those distractions and for some of us especially you know the uh, neurodivergence like myself for some of us it's harder to deny those distractions so you may need to put an extra effort into planning how you will deny those distractions but if and when you do i would love to hear about the results that you're getting in life now I think we're on number six, number six of seven. Let's go. We're getting we're almost there, guys. Thank you for hanging in with me. Let's continue pushing forward. Number six is efficient multitasking is a myth. Hmm. Now, whenever I mentioned this to someone as I was uh, developing out the podcast, their immediate response was, I multitask really well. I said, okay, cool. I think so too about myself. But the truth is, that most people think that they're much better at multitasking than they actually are. And I read a study once about how whenever you switch from task to task to task within a certain given amount of time, there's actually a, um, a presence lost. And I'm, I'm going to butcher this, so bear with me. But there is a level of focus that is lost, that is decreased because of the time that it takes for your mind to now focus in on the new task after letting go of the previous task. So if in 15 minutes I'm doing six different tasks, then I may not be doing any of them efficiently. So instead, with all of these things taken in mind and taken into account, right? Out of your time, routine is king or queen. Time limits are your friend. Alarm and reminders take the pressure off of you. Denying your distractions is a gift to yourself. You can then understand that the efficiency can be found whenever you set a given time frame for the task, but you aren't hopping task to task to task to task, expecting yourself to, to have the same level of focus across the board. And lastly, number seven, tip number seven of managing your time, of efficient time management is rest is the reset that you need because burning the candle on both ends leads to burnout it leads to burnout and if you've heard this podcast if you listen to the last episode in particular you've heard me talk about burnout many a time and you've heard me discuss the effect of burnout on our lives the effect on our careers the effect on our confidence on our competence the effect on even how we show up in the world and so rest is important and all of us need different amounts of sleep but all of us still need some form of rest. So trust it. Take it. Take that moment. Sometimes that rest is just unplugging for a moment and going for a walk. It's taking a breather. It's doing some breathing exercise. It's doing your meditation work. Whatever that looks like for you, make that time to do what it is that you need to to be at your best when you show up in the places, in the world, in the areas where you really need to be the most efficient that you can be. Now, to finish it up, I'm going to share with you two quotes that I feel like touched me in regards to time management. And maybe if you find yourself getting off track, you can turn to these quotes and they can help you in your journey. 
Number one is by Charles Richards, and it says, don't be fooled by the calendar. There are only as many days in the year as you make use of. One man gets only a week's value out of a year, while another man gets a full year's value out of a week. Hmm. Number two, this, this last quote to wrap up this episode of Clocked In with Corey is by Seneca. Now, if you know anything about Stoicism and about Seneca, then you know that Seneca is, um, he, he came far, far, far before the age of technology and the many advancements that we take advantage of today or the way that you're listening to this podcast or microphones or anything along those lines. But do some research. Look up Seneca, S-E-N-E-C-A. And Seneca once said, long before we had the many distractions that we do, it's not that we have little time, but more that we waste a good deal of it. That we waste a good deal of it. And what I say with that is that I love you. I support you. I want to see you win. I want to see you grow. I want to see you at your best. And I believe in your ability to do so. You are listening to this because you know that there's more to life than just struggle and strife. And I know that as well. And in this community, we will continue to build ourselves up and to build one another up so that we can go out into the world and be the catalyst that we are meant to be, the catalyst for positive change. So I hope that you have taken some some positive cues, some, some inspiration, some motivation from this episode. And I hope that you go out into the world today and that you efficiently manage your time. As always, it's Corey. Continue to choose growth, and it's a great time to get clocked in. Take care.